John Ben and Sharon. It is the edge, John Ben and Sharon. Thanks for tuning into the show. Just John and Ben with you. Uh, big show today. We've got uh, Clark Gayford, uh, the first man of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern. Do you think he likes being called the first man of New Zealand? Oh, we'll ask him that. Mate. Okay. You know, the funny thing is, we all used to work with Clark yeah, in, very, Clark. in yeah. various roles yeah. and stuff. And just to imagine him in this position now. He's, he's done well. Look he's at done, us. I mean, look, look at us. us. We're still here. We're still here. Jam, <laughs> what a show. We're loving it, loving it. Loving you it. knew right. I should have married John Key. <laughs> but I had the chance. I let him slip between my fingers. Hey, uh, next, though, um, as, as someone who's quite tight with money, I saw something over the holidays and I was like, this is, this is amazing. Why did I not think of it? Okay. We'll get to it next. Oh, that's genius. I don't think you'll think it's genius, Johnny. But I think it was genius. Oh, every time you tell me this stuff, I'm just like, well, just pay. So why don't you pay the money? Oh, so good. You get a win. You get a win, and this is a win. A win for the people. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. You know, over the holidays, I was, I was driving home from somewhere, mm-hmm. and I had to drive past Eden Park. Were you, what travel, what speed were you travelling? Oh, the the, uh, the speed limit. Hmm? What, which is? You've just been quite vague about the speed. Yeah, well, you know, it changes depending on what area you're in. Are you being so elusive about <laughs> what, what like, speed you're traveling? Because well, I was going to the speed limit. Mm. I'm pretty sure it would be 50Ks at pretty this Pretty sure. <laughs> okay. Adamant, mm. I was going 50Ks mm. at the time. In fact, I was probably going slower than 50Ks because, you know, there's, there's people around. I feel like I really railroaded <laughs> your, your story there. I'm sorry. Yeah, because it was it was like a, a cricket game going on. Okay. Uh, the Aces, the Auckland Aces were playing and they play on the Eden Park. My favourite cricket cricket team. <laughs> so the Aces are playing on the... Why are they Aces? Why are they Auckland Aces? Oh, the gambling. <laughs> <laughs> the match fixing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's the case for them. But anyway. Fair play to you guys. So, Hell of a season. So the, the outer oval at Eden Park where they play the cricket, the domestic cricket, is right kind of by the road. There's a footpath. Mm. And normally they have sort of, they have a fence there. Normally they have big pitches, you know, like big, to, to stop people looking in. But there was a gap in the fence and a dude had his chair set up, a deck chair set up on the footpath looking through the fence and then I drove back like two hours later the same dude's still there he had parked himself what like looking through tight ass. I was like this is just, as a fellow tight ass this is genius I thought it was great I was a great a great play he, had, he was there he could see through he had a nice seat mm. great location surely uh, someone from the Aces would go and go hey mate come on <laughs> I'm like well, it's domestic cricket. You know, we, we don't have much support. The least you could do is just... Get on in there. Get on and fork out the... Because it's it? probably quite cheap. You're right. I mean, what is it? To, yeah. The Aces will probably pay you to go and watch them. <laughs> well, he's probably saved 10, 15 bucks. I, I'm guessing. Mm. I'm guessing. You know, and, and as, a, as a fellow tight ass, as I said before, I, I salute him. Well done. Well, you are... A, I mean, the t- I don't know if we've shared this story before, but Ben... You took your own popcorn to the movies. <laughs> I did. You, I did. <laughs> you didn't want to buy movie popcorn. And you figured you had a pack of popcorn at home. Yeah. Well, yeah, I tried to do it with my wife. She wouldn't let me take it in. She, she was like, out of shame. <laughs> out of shame. But then I took the kids to a movie up north uh, over the holidays. Uh, but the people that in the movie theatre wouldn't let me take it in. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah, you know, like I just. Did you go? Hey, I bought, or did, how did? I thought I just, you'd sneak it in. Oh, no, I didn't even think about that. I was just like, hey, I'll bring some popcorn. Well, like, you callously just waved <laughs> homemade popcorn in no, front was, of the movie kettle, owners. This kettle corners comes in a nice bag bought from the supermarket. What? So you're like <laughs> shaking it? I just went shaking to walk it in front of them. The thing. Oh, you were just holding it. Yeah, they're like, and they're oh, like oh, you, hey. you can't eat that in here because you can only eat food brought. In. And I was like, okay, that's fine. 
That's fine. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Oh, eight hundred the edge is the phone number. What is the tightest thing you've ever done? Can you can you beat your own popcorn <laughs> to the movie? John o, Ben and Sharon, the edge. Okay. Sure, I was, I was uh, stuck behind this lady at um, over New Year's, and there was a liquor ban in uh, Fongamata where we were staying, and I think like through all of the holiday hotspots there was a liquor ban. Yeah. And so the lady in front of me was like moaning to the person behind the counter and was like, ah. Oh, Shocker, I just want to go over to my mum's house and then I have to drink the whole bottle of wine. <laughs> so I have to do it. Can't walk it with a round with it open. So I have to drink, go over there and drink a whole bottle no, of wine. you can leave it there. <laughs> and then the person by the counter's like, well, you know, you don't have to drink the whole bottle of wine. Don't you? <laughs> He's like, no one's forcing you to drink a whole bottle of wine. Okay, 0800 The Edge, the tightest thing uh, that you've done, you can text us 3343. What is it? Hey, um, yeah, no, I um, I never used to be so tight, but um, I bought a house a few months ago, and since then I've um, I've started showering at work, and uh, if if I'm doing something dirty on the weekend, I'll wear my work overalls, take them back to work, and wash them there, so I don't have to um, use my own power and water to wash them. Well, that's not too tight. No, that's sensible. Sensible. So Ben yeah, washes himself in the hand basin in the toilets every day. <laughs> no one asks you any questions. Yeah, yeah, and, pro- and probably oh, it gets a little bit worse. Like now, if I um, if I hit a possum on the road and it's safe to um, stop, I'll, I'll pull over and um, pluck the fur and then carry on. Okay, you take the fur. Why? Why would you take the fur? What do you do with the fur? Sell it. Oh, good, yeah, good, good money in possum fur. I'm, I'm not sure what it is at the while, at the moment, but a while ago it was about 135 bucks a kilo. So wow. yeah, something, something there. Okay, I was going to say you could have just ended the phone call after the shower <laughs> thing. Yeah. Everyone would have thought you were a sane person, but now we've extended it to this weird possum material. And I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm going to have to let you go now. <laughs> have a wonderful Thank day, you. mate. Thank you. You, you too, Kesha. Uh, Amy, welcome to the show. Tightest thing you've done. Um, well, my friends and I were pretty hungry, and it was kind of near dinner time, and we were like, you know what, maybe maybe we should just go and get some takeaway before our movie. But then we ran out of time, and we were like, oh shit, but we didn't want to miss the movie, because obviously we'd already bought our tickets, so we just sort of snuck it in my bag. <laughs> it, took, it was like a movie theatre near my house, it was sort of small, so we didn't feel too bad. What, but- did you, what sort of food did you sneak into the theatre? Butter chicken. <laughs> butter chicken in a movie theatre. There oh, you go. Okay. It smelled so good, but really intense. Mm. So I'm sure all of the people in the movie theatre were like, what the hell is that? Are you allowed to do that? Can you take dinner into the movie oh, theatre? I think you can take hot food <laughs> no. from other places. Can you take a, <laughs> take a cheeky tikka masala in there? <laughs> Open up no, fish and I... chips on the floor or something. <laughs> Kids! Get in there! I, I took Chinese, which wasn't so bad. My friend took the butter chicken. But yeah, go. it was worth it because we got the Dinner in a movie. So. Oh, there you go. Dinner in a movie. It's a perfect date. <laughs> and Sarah's with us. Tightest thing you've done, says. Um, I can't be bothered paying the ten dollar door fee at some of the clubs in town. So what I do is I like go up and I just like you know put like my game face on. I'm like yeah, I'm on the VIP list. And they're like, what's your name? And you just use like a real generic name. They're like, oh yeah, they just let you in. That's a, a great life hack there. That is <laughs> stomping with confidence. What's your name? Glenn, um. <laughs> welcome, Glenn. It's good to see you again. Why, well, yes, it is. <laughs> Just your usual, Glenn. Yes. I don't know if Glenn's a generic enough name. Yeah, I don't know, especially for you, Sarah. It might be a little bit confusing for the doorman. Oh, that's a very good, very good pl- ploy. <laughs> and what else do you do to get into clubs? Dan said you got another another ploy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So sometimes, like, sometimes clubs have like a stamp, 
Mm. And you can like you can lick someone's wrist. And then, like, sometimes it'll transfer to your wrist. No, a, a wrist licker. We've got a classic wrist licker on the phone here, guys. Or I heard of someone, and they actually made the stamp at home. Like, they made, like, a homemade version of it. Oh, Jesus, where is this gone? Why has he been so desperate to get into it? Uh, I don't know, but it's just, like, $10. And what if you get it in, and it's, like, not that great, you know? I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Hey, thank you very much. It sounds like heaven, this nightclub. <laughs> People are willing to die. To get inside this like nightclub. I'd kill a man to get inside that nightclub. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. If you've been listening to the radio show over the last couple of days, you'll know uh, Ty, who we met over summer, uh, wants to get a tattoo, a portrait tattoo of the two of us, Jono and Ben, on his back, and we've been trying to talk him out of it. We offered him $500. Ty's happy to do it. And, uh, well, Ty happy. There's, that's, there's your new nickname, Ty. There we go, Ty Happy. Ty, we've been trying to crack it all week. We've got it, Ty Happy. <laughs> Ty Happy's good. <laughs> um, so, Ty, you uh, have denied our, our uh, bribes. We paid you five. Well, I wanted to give you $500 on Monday for you not to do this. We're trying to convince you not to get a portrait uh, of Ben and myself on your back. You said no to 500 Yesterday, we came in. Double pass to Macklemore, double pass to Bruno Mars. I even offered up two tickets to the gun show, which is coming. Get your tickets now. <laughs> Visa pre-sales online. Um, and we gave you another 24 hours to decide if that was enough for you to back out of this decision. <laughs> oh, well, guys, thanks for the offer, but I'm still going to take the tattoo, mate. Oh, oh so Okay. Okay. Well, that was the last news. We don't have anything else unless no. we start giving you the printer and the water cooler from the office. You <laughs> saw your back. We've got nothing else to offer you. So uh, I guess the next step is let's let's get let's get a tattooist. Yeah, we're gonna have to get someone that. Well, at least if we're gonna do it, we're gonna find someone who's really good and make it look really good. I've got this great guy, fresh out of prison. No, okay, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's made some great changes in his life now. Okay, okay. He's realised his wrongs. Okay. He learned how to tattoo in prison. Let's have a look at his portfolio of work and maybe we'll decide on that. He's great at gang pictures. No worries. <laughs> no worries. Okay, Ty, well, look, I'm not happy about it, but we will we will do it and we uh, we only feel responsible that we should, you know, pay for the tattoo artist to do this oh, to you. We don't yeah. want we don't you not only making a bad life decision, but paying for that bad life decision. <laughs> so we're gonna do it, I guess. All right. Well look we'll look to try and find a tattoo artist. No worries, boys. Uh, you, what, you, you're with one of your friends right now, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chuck, chuck, chuck him on. Hey, mate. How's it going? Not too bad. What do you think of this this idea? Do you know about this, that Ty's going to get a tattoo of the two of us on his back? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, he's, he's he's pretty he's pretty keen for it, actually. That's, uh, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't approve, but I'm not his mother. <laughs> <laughs> you should try and talk him out of it. We've been trying to bribe him out of it. It hasn't worked. Yeah, no, that's it. But uh, I was trying to get a bit of bit of a deal in there too. You know, you guys could help me. Uh, tight, tight. That's a bit of work for me, Jules. If works. Oh, okay. Did you, what is this turning into? <laughs> what's an infomercial? What's a weird bartering program? Have we entered here, Ben? Well, how can we help you? I, I just thought it'd be good if John and Ben could be uh, could could become my repo agent. I've got a few people that owe me a bit of money at the moment. Like a debt collector. Oh, a debt collection. <laughs> oh, We've been talking about diversifying our portfolio into debt collection. I don't know if we're the best people to send around to try and get money off people. I don't know how we've ended up negotiating with you, but now we're, we're not great negotiators. We've been, we're talking to someone completely different here. Thank you very, hey, thank you very much, guys. And uh, Ty, we'll, Ty, we'll try and sort you out a tattoo artist, okay? Sorry, boys. Thanks. 
John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Big news from a small town is a segment we like to do. Where we look at uh, the news that's happening in a smaller place, and just because it's a small place doesn't mean the news is small. No, that's right. The, the news may be... You know what? I know there's. I had a cool saying. The, the town may be small, but the hearts are big. And <laughs> <laughs> nothing done with it. And also... And... Also, is the news. <laughs> that, that's the catchphrase. That's the catchphrase. The memorable catchphrase. Uh, Rangiora, uh, North Canterbury. Love Rangiora. You know, my parents lived in Rangiora for a while there. Oh, right. Lived on West Belt. Nice. And uh, realised what an absolute crap hole it was <laughs> and moved away. That's no, not... I love. I do love Rangiora. Go there a lot. I um, do. Well, they want to be uh, the first New Zealand town to be free of plastic straws. And there's like uh, cafes. You gotta hang your head on something, don't you? <laughs> you do. Uh, do you know it takes? Geez, how long it takes for a plastic straw to decompose? Do I have to guess? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is something I found out. Uh, I've just been researching it. How many years would you say a plastic straw to decompose? Ten. Two hundred. Two hundred years for a plastic straw to decompose. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's yeah. So they're trying to save the environment. Can't you, but don't people recycle them? Don't you put them in the recycling and they probably get made into something else, like a bloody pen or something? Well, maybe. <laughs> but I thought that's what recycling was. <laughs> we take plastic and paper and then we turn it into other stuff. I'm not a recycling expert, so I'm not going to chime in here. You're only good at recycling jokes. <laughs> that's all you can do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is not good for the environment. Oh, or yeah. my credibility. <laughs> you don't use straws enough, do you? You know, because you don't have to use a straw. No, I can't remember the last time I sucked on a straw. There's, uh, there's other ways of drinking without a straw. So you've been drinking fine without a straw. But I miss it now that you bring it up. <laughs> but there's something about drinking through but a you straw. Can get, you can get... They don't have to be made of plastic now. That's the new... There's, like, wooden ones and there's, like, metal ones and there's reusable straws. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Ben. Well, let's phone on your eye. I just want to see if there's, you know, one place that's not on board with this, this initiative. Good afternoon. Hello. John Owen, Ben here from the Edge, big news, small town. Oh, yes. Just because the towns are small, the hearts are big. No, I've never heard of that. <laughs> okay. And also is the news, is the famous catchphrase. Rung, you're trying to be straw-free, we're hearing today. I would say so, yeah. Free of plastic straws. Yes. Saying straws suck, are you? <laughs> That's a good part. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Are you on board with this initiative or are you going to be sticking in there with the plastic straws? Um, at this stage, we're still with the plastic straws. Mm, I knew there was going to be one spanner in the works. Ah, but the last order we got was came in big box and we've got to get rid of them first. Oh, You've got to get rid of them, yeah. <laughs> we use them up. <laughs> Throw them in the ocean. No. Oh, no. my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> the dolphins love them. <laughs> no, they don't. It's the worst thing to do. They're like, they're like <laughs> sucking through the, through the blowholes. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh, there you go. Are you on board with the initiative, though? You think it's a good idea? Get rid of plastic straws? Yes, I do. Yeah, any form of plastic, yes. Yeah, yeah. save the environment. Yeah. That'd take 200 years. We're just reading to break down. That's right, yes. Yeah, I've read all of it, yeah. Yeah, do you know? Do you know I went to the dump the other day? The amount of rubbish... Incredible. Yeah. M- miles high. As a race, we're just creating so much rubbish. I mean, oh. I'm not doing anything about it. <laughs> but we are creating so much. Oh, I should do something about it. I'm going to. Okay, good. There you go. Big new small town. Yeah. That's the bottom of that one. Everyone's on board. Mm. Big new small town. Towns may be small. But their hearts are big. And also, so is the...
the news. John Ben and Sharon, the edge. Now Sharon is away on maternity leave. Uh, so this week we're getting we're getting fill-ins mm. to fill in for Sharon. Uh, yesterday we had uh, Nurse Kylie from Shortland Street. And today, yes, he's a broadcaster. He's got a fishing show. He's been on our screens for many years. He's the partner of our Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern. He's in the news every second day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Clark Gaper. Welcome, Clark. There it is. <clears throat> good to have you. The, the, Check. The, good. The, the irony is Clark used to work for the Edge. You did? A thousand years ago, back when it was uh, in Hamilton. Yeah. With uh, a younger JJ Feeney and, the, and a guy called Jason Reeves. And then then this guy, um, Dom, showed up one day and they told me, oh, he's just, he's just coming up to produce. He's just coming up to produce. And before I knew it, I was out the door. Oh, because oh. you were producing before that, <laughs> yeah. were you? Did Tom Harvey steal your job? <laughs> we will call Tom Harvey this afternoon <laughs> and have him on about this. <laughs> I was also reading, because uh, they, they were talking about the Edge of One of the articles about you recently, uh, mm. uh, Ian Stables, who was like a legendary Edge yes. announcer, uh, he, he got you into some trouble. I got caught in the middle of probably, I don't know if the radio prank's been, it's been topped since, but that was when him and a guy called Ross Flayhive, who I know still does the rounds, uh, impersonated Interpol officers. They set up the hotline to be New Zealand Interpol's number, rang LAX, impersonated Interpol and said that we were smuggling Kiwi eggs as we flew on a plane to LA and we pretty much got arrested as we arrived. I still, to this day... You, so you were detained at LAX? Oh, we were detained. We missed our connecting flights. We were put in a small stainless steel room with these uh, illegal Chinese immigrants, not given any water or anything. And uh, I was pretty much the sacrificial lamb. So standing there with Jason JJ and I got shuff- shuffled forward. And I remember this guy came, he had a tremendous moustache and he was huge. And he came up to me and, and, and JJ sung like a canary going, his name's Ian Phillips Stables and this is his idea of a practical joke. And I'll never forget, he just, he was spitting. He goes... Joke? You think this is some sort of a joke? I got put on a red eye from New York to come here to LA to arrest you and you think this is some sort of a joke? His name was Larry Farrington from the US Wildlife Centre. I remember him holding his badge in my face and we were very nearly arrested. So yeah, that was a fun radio prank. And so did you, you, got, you got into the States though? Eventually, we we did. We had. I remember my passport had the word paroled in it, um, and I had to ring Larry every time we went somewhere. So <laughs> Larry going to New Orleans now. <laughs> oh, what you said to me? You phoned me at six in the morning, tell me you got to Los Angeles. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, Jeez, yeah. we need to up our prank game. Well, no, yeah. no, 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 we don't. <laughs> All right, let's get into scandal. A scandal with Clark Gayford. John O'Ben and Sharon's scandal. Okay, take it away, Clark, man. Okay. Right, straight into it. Yeah. Before attending a red carpet event last night, Chrissy Teigen was struggling to pull her tight spandex leggings over her baby bump. I see where this is going. So, <laughs> so how did she end up doing it? Wait for it. It's a happy ending. Her hubby, John Legend, got right in there and he helped her out. And it was all caught on camera. Hashtag couple goals. Now, Clark, what has been... No, I'm, not, I'm staying away from the baby stuff. You know, what has been the one event that you've been invited to and you're like, I just do not fit in here. I should not be here. Oh, I got uh, invited to, it was like the swearing-in procedure at Parliament and Jacinda just said, oh, just come along and just sit up at the, in the and I thought it was just sitting up in the gallery looking down and I turn up and my name's on the official official thing and I'm not wearing a suit and I get, and you know the guys with the funny wigs all walk yeah. in and then they pull you and then suddenly I was walking up onto a stage with the Governor-General and her <laughs> husband, Sir David Gascoigne, and I'm like... I am so awkwardly out of place. Right? <laughs> I've just got shorts and channels. <laughs> I thought it was just a Barbie and a couple of beers. Okay. All right, next story there, Clark Gayford. <clears throat> Mark Wahlberg has responded to allegations that he uses the roids, steroids, 
He told the paparazzi, I'm all natural baby. All the time. Oh, I see where this is going. Oh, there's, there's a lot of baby, baby <laughs> stuff in there. I didn't write the scandal. Uh, Producer Dan, did you write the scandal? He's cleverly inserted baby quite a lot. It's not all. Then he flexed his muscles with them and said, that's hard work, baby. <laughs> did I try supplements for the first time this morning? Jeez, I've tried supplements. I haven't blinked all day. Why didn't you go? Like, you got to go. I didn't go to the gym. <laughs> no, no, I just had supplements. <laughs> no, you, you're cutting out like half of what you're meant to do. Yeah, I thought you just took the supplements and got the muscles. No, no. No, there were supplements that are me- apparently meant to jack you up before going to the gym. I feel alive. <laughs> so quite sweaty. Perspiring quite a lot, but alive. So we'll see you then three weeks from now. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you in three weeks, yeah. You come back in three weeks, mate. There'll be a different, different meet. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, producer Dan. And uh, and I caught up over the holidays, Jono. I don't oh, know you if we did? Told you. Oh, <laughs> did you? I don't know if we told you about this. Why would you catch up with the lowly producer? <laughs> oh, you, you didn't even know his name for nine months last year, Ben. I was staying all up. of a sudden you're hanging out with him in the holidays. Staying up north, and uh, producer Dan was going up north camping. We're like, oh, look, great. We'll get in touch. We'll, we'll go hang oh, out. Ben wouldn't let you stay at his palatial yeah, pad. To be honest, I was, I was angling to you know have the spare room at, at his house. Mum's house, all right. Yeah. It was yeah. very. It was, it was palatial. His <laughs> mum's estate. His <laughs> cliff top man. <laughs> I'm not Mike Hosking. Yeah. You could have put him with the help bed. Yeah. You could have stayed out there with them. They've got a pool house. Why can't I stay there? This is not true. This is fake no. news. I wouldn't even let you pitch your tent on the, on the yeah. rolling lawns. Oh, no, anyway, you were going up there and they were staying not even in the same place, but close by. So I was like, yeah. hey, come over to us. There's a great pizza place. Let's go out for, we'll go out for pizza. Let's go out for some pizza. Yeah. Although on that night, quite busy up north at the time. Where was this exactly? Russell. 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 Okay. Love, yeah. love Russell. And yeah. the pizza place is awesome. But the pizza place was, was too busy that night. And we let our run too late. They'd run out of pizza dough. We what? hadn't planned ahead. What? The pizza guy? Yeah. The pizza shop had run out of pizza dough. Yeah. Which is a common occurrence with these smaller places that get flooded over the oh, yeah, holiday yeah. period. Well, the the infrastructure's not there. <laughs> you don't know how many people are going to come through. And obviously on this occasion, you know. And there was that wasn't that wasn't the only problem, though, was it? Ben? We've made our two pizzas tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any more dough. Then. We, we, we were decided that we'd go to uh, perhaps somewhere else. There that, was a Thai place. A Thai place. Mm, yeah. Down the road. Yeah. But they had um, run out of clean plates. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Well, couldn't they just wash them? I, I don't know. They, they, they seem quite busy. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a very busy the time. Thai, the Thai place was frazzled. <laughs> they were also stressed. Very, very stressed. <laughs> okay. 0800 E at the edge. What has been the funniest reason that you've been turned away from somewhere? It could be a restaurant, could be a concert, could be a bar. Mm. Uh, what else could there be? I mean, there's, there's many options. <laughs> I won't think of them on the spot because clearly I'm not capable of doing so. I'll let you do the heavy lifting on that one. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Oh, 800 The Edge. What's the, what's the best reason you've been turned away from somewhere, Erin? Um, well, actually, I had to turn away people. So I work at one of the KFCs. And we ran out of chicken on a Saturday night. It was so busy. We run out by about six o'clock. And so what about Sunday? You just had no chicken. KFC yeah. had no chicken. For <laughs> we over... had an emergency delivery from another store. Quick, kill some chickens! <laughs> <laughs> wow, because I guess it would be very hard to estimate, you know, and you wouldn't know if you had a big weekend or not. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's fine. And so what was people's reaction when you were saying, I'm sorry, KFC has no chicken? Yeah, so they were pretty annoyed about that. Mm, yeah. Are you going, hey, yeah. We don't have chicken, but you can have a coleslaw. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, hot chips, chips and gravy. That's yeah, good. Man, there's there's good options. Lots of options. I've got other stuff here at KFC. <laughs> oh, thanks for your call. Okay, that's all right. Just looking at the text, 3343, uh, someone went to the movies and they weren't allowed into the movies because the person who was meant to play, play uh, press play on the movies had got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to send them home. <laughs> Surely someone else can press play on a movie. <laughs> like, oh, I know it's quite complicated because they they were you know they have reels and stuff up there. Yeah, but you should get a backup person. I mean, get, if your if your movie press play presser has got alcohol issues, then surely it's a smart yeah. play to just get a backup person. Yeah, maybe. Hey, we love alcoholic Craig. He's great. He's one of the best pressers in the play pressers in the industry. But you know, we need to have a backup plan. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Lou's with us on 0800 The Edge. Craziest reason or funniest reason you got turned away, Leah Lou. So I went to a male strippers with my friends and we got turned away because they were on strike, apparently. Oh, the strippers were on strike. <laughs> <laughs> what did they want? What were the strippers wanting? I don't know. They never really explained it to us. They were just like, no, you can't come in tonight. The strippers are on strike and then turned us away. We want Spanglier G-strings. <laughs> <laughs> I want more sequins on my G-banger, thanks. Sequins for strippers. Sequins for strippers. Right, get the union together. Yeah, well, okay, maybe. All right, boys. Yeah. We've been hard done by here. Yeah. We haven't had new G-strings for seven and a half years. Not much to ask for, is Better it? Better quality body oil. All those things they need. All right, yeah, no, fair enough. Hey, that's fair enough. I mean, wait, well, what's the strip club with no strippers? It's just a building. It's a club. <laughs> it's a building with a stage and a pole, isn't yeah. it? Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. We've just come back from the holidays, first week back, and uh, we've both kind of made what we each think are outrageous claims. Wild, yeah, wild claims. <laughs> so uh, it came up in conversation, oh, how was your break? Someone in the office asked us how our break was. I said, oh, good. I learned how to do something over the holidays. I learned how to walk on my hands <laughs> in a handstand <laughs> position. Okay. Firstly, why? Well, the thing was, I saw a friend of mine do it over the holidays. <laughs> and I was like, it's cool. You know what I was He's like, <laughs> well, he's well, like well, hey, you walk over there and then grab me that um, that cup. He's like, yeah, yeah, hang on. And then go. <laughs> <laughs> he'd forgotten how to use his legs. So he's, no, no. But, you know, he did it in a party situation. Everyone's like, oh, that's cool. And I said to myself, a mental note to myself, <laughs> got to get a party trick prior. So what? You do a handstand and then you just go you like do walk. A, you do a handstand, you find your balance, then you get walking. You just keep on walking. You can claim you do this. I did it. I, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. I, I've taught myself. Self-taught. Much like Pink taught herself to do all that all that crap on the ropes, you know, <laughs> this, this, with the silks. I'm the same with walking okay, on my well, hands. this is what you're but claiming. But you, know, you don't believe me. No, I don't. Not at all. Not at all. I, no. But and I appreciate. <laughs> you know what I appreciate, Ben? What? Is that you didn't make me do it then and there. <laughs> well, yeah. I like someone saying something, you're like, that's not true. But we won't make them do it. We might, might make them prove it. And then later on, we're talking about something else, and, and you went, oh. Yeah. Ben then said uh, to someone, oh, it was 660 was playing on the radio. He's like, oh, you know, I went to the concert. And they're like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I went with Mike McRoberts. <laughs> Mike McRoberts, the newsreader, Mike McRoberts. So Ben and Mike McRoberts. No previous history. <laughs> no previous history. <laughs> nothing. I would. I would imagine nothing in common. Ben. We both work in television. We're both media people. Yeah. Mike McRoberts reports from the Gaza Strip. <laughs> yeah. Ben strips in public <laughs> for pranks. 
<laughs> well, like, what do these two human beings have in common? Oh, apparently it's 660. <laughs> hey, it was at one heck of a concert, bloody good, Villa Maria, and we went, yep. My, my you and Mike Rigos, we did back yeah, well, So not just the two of us, but we were there together. With, what, 8,000 other people? <laughs> a lot of other people, but we were together. So you, you're saying you went to the show together? Yes, with, yeah, as as part of a larger group. Rubbish. But Rubbish. me and Mike Roberts were there in the same group. Rubbish. We sat in the same picnic area. Okay, this is where you we're come in. We're at the same place beforehand. This is where you come in. Neither of us trust <laughs> what we're both saying. Why would I just make I'd, up I went to a concert with Mike Roberts? Well, why would I just make up that I can walk on my hands <laughs> oh, yeah, in a handset? Why, you, would I, why would I make that up? Okay, 0800 The Edge. You get to decide which one of us has to prove what happened over the holidays. Okay. Do you vote that Ben needs to prove that him and Mike McRoberts went to 660 together? <laughs> uh, or do you think that I need to prove that I can walk on my hands? Hayden, who do you think it should be? Well, I think it would have to be Mr Big Jono. Oh, yeah, yeah. Walk, walk on my hands? So, yeah, I'll do it happily. <laughs> okay, well, oh, and I'd happily call Mike McRoberts now. But you know what <laughs> I hate? personal friend of mine. You know what I hate, Hayden? What's that? You just don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what someone would say if they didn't know no, how to do it. Trust me. Trust me. Just say, oh, okay. Why would he make that up? <laughs> I believe him. I believe he does it. You don't need to. When have I ever put you wrong, Hayden? Edmund Hillary. You didn't go, see that mountain? I could climb that. Not going to. Just trust me, I could. <laughs> and they're like, all right, know, we'll give it to you, mate. First person to climb that mountain, you. <laughs> no, I'll take his word for it. Yeah. Rachel, who has, to yes. who has to prove their worth, Rach? Uh, ben, definitely Ben. Mm. <sighs> Thank you. I just, again, like Jono just said, just take our word for it. Another call here, 0800 The Edge. Uh, who has to prove? Do I have to prove that I can walk on my hands in a handstand position? <laughs> or does Ben have to prove he went to 660 with Mike McRoberts? I think you should prove um, Mike McRoberts. Oh, okay. And that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to call okay. Mike McRoberts. Oh, well, okay. Oh, well. Producer Fine. Dan, can you dial through to McRoberts? Oh, we're going, he's giving okay. us a thumbs up. All right, here we here go. Here we go. All right, proving it. Hello, Mike speaking. Hello, Mike speaking. It's Jono and Ben calling from The Edge. We're sorry to bug you. That's all right. Uh, apologies for the call, but um, Jono doesn't believe me about something, so I just want to set the record straight. <laughs> well, I'm all about setting the record straight, so this, far this away. Like facts. That is what they call him. Mike, set the record straight <laughs> to Roberts. Journalism, facts. He's got credibility. No, I said, no fake news here. <laughs> I said, and just in a conversation we're having around the office, that I went to 660 with Mike McRoberts. And I said he was full of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like I explained it wasn't just me and Mike going together, just the two of us. It was a group of people that all went and we're all part of the same group. But Jono still doesn't believe me. Yeah, no, that's true, Johnny. Uh, it was a very cool group, and uh, Ben and I were lucky enough to tag along. Oh, lots of people. I think we spent most of the evening just looking at each other, thinking, "How the hell did we get here?" <laughs> well, I was definitely thinking that. I didn't think Mike was. <laughs> I say, hey, I'm sorry for calling you out, yeah. Ben. Yeah. You're friends in far higher places. <laughs> well, I like got tagged along with a group, as Mike said, that were way cooler than me. But I got to hang out, and I got to, now I got to say, fact, I went to 660 with Mike Roberts. Absolutely. If Mike wouldn't say that to anyone else. Okay, so you, did you go the, did, Mike, did you go on the same... You, me, and 9,999 other people. <laughs> exactly. Did you go on the same mode of transport to the event? 
Um, we certainly went in the same direction, but it was a, it was a fleet of Ubers. So, uh, so you weren't in the we same in the same car. So we were at the same place before the concert. Right. Then we oh, went, yeah. we went, yeah, and then we all went with with Ubers to the concert. <laughs> ended up at the same place together, and well, then might have uh, shared a little bit of rug space, but nothing <laughs> to be papped over. Um. <laughs> and then headed back to that same place afterwards. With yes, yeah, so it's very yeah. It's uh, I'm going to say dubious, dubious. <laughs> what do you mean dubious? <laughs> you you made it sound like you and Mike, Mc, you had texted Mike McRobbs, and you two decided to go along together. <laughs> yeah. Read into it what you will, but. That's it's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. We're sorry to bug you. We know you got news hub coming up very shortly. Good stuff. See you guys. Have a good afternoon. See, See you, mate. Mikey. Cheers, bud. There you go. There you go. Good morning. Yeah. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge.